This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Podcast. I've got Chris Stark and the notorious SID with me. Uh, and today <laughs> is the day. Is the day? <laughs> Here we are. We're at uh, Crouchfest. How are we feeling? I cannot wait. Like, seriously, <laughs> I, did, I, I reckon I got about two hours of sleep last night, tossing, turning, just so excited. People go, you nervous? I, ca- I cannot wait. I, I, listen, you've done it before. And I can just feel ready. I don't want it to end. Yeah. I don't want this day and this night to stop. Oh, it's just, it's it's the night of the year, isn't it? It is. And I think because we did it last year and yes, we did Crouch Fest before, but it was the first time we did it on such a scale. This year it's extra, extra exciting because we kind of, we do know what to expect from it. Yeah. And we've done it once before. So actually where there was a lot more, I would say, nerves last year, mm-hmm. I think with this one, there's just a bit of a feeling that we're all going to yeah. have such a, such a laugh yeah. with all this and some of the stuff we've got planned, Pete. Oh, it's... but that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm looking through, like, uh, obviously this podcast, um, you know, you're about to hear, um, there's there's some unbelievable guests that we've got. <laughs> so like, I'm looking at the guests and thinking, oh my God, like... And obviously going out there and looking at the arena and thinking we're going to be on that stage later. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm with Sids. I'm, I'm, I'm excited rather yeah. than nervous. I think totally agree. I have been nervous. But having seen the plan we've got in store, yeah. I, I know it's a good show. It's going mm. to be good. It starts early, doesn't it, as well? I mean, people are coming from all over. Dublin, Edinburgh, Glasgow. Yeah. We've been out of me. seen people already around here from Wolverhampton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the, what people are dressed up in as well, the fancy dress. I mean, I was outside, I've been to every one, obviously, Crouch Fest 1 and 2 in the crowd. So I see the carnage that you lot didn't beforehand yeah. and um, and during the show. And I think the fancy dress last last year was great, but this year already seems to have gone up a notch. Oh, I agree with that. Well, let's get into yeah. it. I think, I mean, I saw, I saw lads dressed as um, puddings at <laughs> 7.44 this morning yeah. getting on a train. Yeah, that was Damien uh, Inch. That was six <laughs> of them. Six of them singing songs already. Unreal. Like yeah. 7.44. This one's done me. I've, I've got to give him a shout. Sam Walsh. Um, four of the buggers. <laughs> He's come. They've got four of the buggers. Bugger one, two, three, and four. They've got the Australian hats on with a little blow-up kangaroo. It's it's too good. It's too good. This podcast is going to be fun. Um, Yeah, because we're going to be covering all the carnage that comes with the crowd and their fancy dress. I've just remembered, I've seen, uh, I saw a guy, Tommy and his friends. Two of them are dressed as bottles of tomato ketchup and one's as Fabio Capello. It's good. That is so Um, good. And this one's great as well. Uh, I've just seen this one from Bedford on Twitter it's four lads dressed as Steve Jobs <laughs> all looking really serious as well on the but train but they're all on the train right? oh, no. they've got the jeans and the roll neck with the glasses on they're all Steve heading Jobs here. on route I think, I think what's good about this podcast today is um, is really you've got the VIP ticket for mm. Crouchfest you're going to hear everything that goes on but on top of that you get all the backstage stuff right now it's the quiet before the storm we're in a little backstage area it's kind of tricky it's early afternoon yeah. it's a bit of waiting around and stuff like that we're a little bit fidgety we keep having to walk around but as people start turning up getting ready for Crouchfest later we're going to get them on you're going to hear little chats with them and so the podcast is going to go a bit like that you'll hear stuff from Crouchfest but you'll also hear stuff from some of our amazing guests yeah, have you um, have you had a chance to go outside of Wembley Arena yet and get out the front and just get the scale of it? Or... Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it just went went for a little walk. Yeah, I was a bit nervous. I've had to go and get a Barocca. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about my voice. Uh, yeah, so... People are here already. They've arrived. I've had a little walk Checked around. into hotels. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're here. The funniest thing was, when we've gone to get out of the arena, the, the, door, the doorman stopped us, security stopped us. Uh, excuse me, have you got uh, your wristbands? And we're like, no, I didn't get any wristbands. Uh, how'd you get in? How'd you get in? Well, obviously, we come through the um, the stage door. You need to get wristbands, lads. Not knowing that it's notorious <laughs> SID and the main man himself. No. Did you drop the, do you know who I am? No, to be fair, I just said, mate, it's Crouchfest. No, you didn't. You, didn't. you said, mate, it's my show. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd said it. I just said, it's my show, mate, please. And I just want to get a Barocca. <laughs> we got um we we're getting some amazing messages uh in today and obviously getting tagged in all these pictures. Uh 
this one's special, boys. I don't know if we should maybe mention this on stage. I think it's funny to bring up in a podcast, mm. at least. So this is from a, a girl called Tanya, and she DM'd us saying, Hi, lads. Great podcast. My ex is going to Crouchfest today. Can you somehow slip it in that Tanya, that Tanya misses him and to take her back? His name is James. He's a big fan. Ooh. Now, can you imagine... I mean, James so, obviously doesn't know that we're talking about this no, right now. No, no, obviously, but when we go on stage later, I think we should... Well, we should hold on a minute. We should call him out. Like, is he coming with a new... Oh, with a imagine? new missus? This oh, is shit, ex- I never thought of that. Ex-housery. <laughs> I never thought of that. She's probably... He's probably coming with someone, the new girl. Yeah, and she might, she knows, and she wants to absolutely out him. Okay, but if he's a big fan, and let's say he's brought this new girl who doesn't necessarily listen to the podcast, but, but he's a big fan and has yeah. gone like, look got two tickets for Crouch Fest, you, will you come with me? She comes along. And then on stage, we literally <laughs> do Your the message. <laughs> As if we're in 10 years camp. <laughs> <laughs> That's outrageous. I don't know. We'll think about That's it. Outrageous. If you hear it on this podcast later, yeah. it basically means that yeah. we, we, we've gone for it. Yeah. And James, if you listen to this, hope, uh, hope I'd love to hear your angle. It's a bit like that song. Do you remember Frankie and Eamon? I want you back. It was like, um, fuck Frankie you. and Eddie. Oh, Frankie and Eamon. It was like Eamon did a song and then Frankie did the reply and it was all about... Uh, no, 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 be on you no, boys. Yeah. But it feels a bit like that. Um, so, so yeah, Tanya, we might do that later on. I know the fantasy dress has, has been up this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the levels have gone up. Mm-hmm. But the show in general's kind of been supersized. Obviously, <laughs> Paddy Power got involved. Yeah. I've worked with Paddy Power for a while and uh, the stuff they do kind of makes everything bigger. And mm-hmm. I think what we're going to get is a bigger crouch this year. I think they get into the sort of silliness of it all as well. Yeah. But also, it's not, it isn't just silly. Like, we do care about this, you know? We just want it to be an experience unlike any other. Well, you talk about experience. You know, we've had a few messages again on DMs, Twitter, Instagram. A few people are dropping out in their groups, but there's a few people coming down solo, isn't there? And they're asking, you know, any way that they could get sorted out. So... We're going to try maybe and shift a, a couple into the VIP. Isn't that such a lovely thing that people still come down on their own, even if they, if, if their mates so, have dropped out? Yeah, there's, like you say, there's a, the, the lad that you mentioned there, like yeah. who, who's come down on his own, got to get him in the VIP experience. His yeah, mates definitely. ditched him last minute, get him in. But fair play for travelling down. And also, mm. I think if anyone else is in that situation, how good is it that the Crouchfest crowd sort of just embraces the solo I kind of imagine you meet a group of chickens outside and can join them, you know? Yeah. You're welcomed. Uh, you 100% would be, wouldn't you? <laughs> imagine, you see, a, you see a lonely Mike Dean on the train. Yeah. You know what I mean? Embrace him with your, with your chickens. <laughs> right here with, with two of the lads, uh, you've come as uh, Wickham Away. It's a tough place to go. Um... <laughs> Oh, with your armbands on. How are you feeling? Have you enjoyed your day so far? Oh, all good, all good. It was more more Wickham Leisure Centre. Yeah. Uh, as you know, you, you, your daughter went there a swim a few times. It's a tough place to go. Well, so we sort of asked you, we met you a couple of times, didn't we, at the Brewdog Beer Pong. Mm. Sort of asked you, where's more difficult to go? Wickham Leisure Centre or the Den at Millwall? Yeah. I think you did say Wickham Leisure Centre was Wickham more Centre. tough to go well, I to. I just think, you know, my daughter's obviously, you know, a big swimmer and uh, she found that the hardest place to go. And I would say it's probably tougher than Millwall Way. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think, I think that's a fair comment. It is, yes. It's a tough place to go. I mean, I, I'm there most most weeks in the in the home ends, and I know firsthand it's it's a hostile environment. <laughs> it is a hostile environment, as uh, as I'm sure Sophia made clear to you. Yeah. Both in the pool and in the stands. Yeah. Tough place. To it go. really is. So you've obviously uh, made your way down here today. Did you wear the armbands for the entire journey? I'd come straight out of the pool. Goggles, as you can see, come yeah. straight up the neck and we were here. <laughs> yeah. I was doing length all morning preparing for Crouch Fest. What, what else can you do? I yeah. love it. Well, you know what? So there's a lot of people in fancy dress out there. Have you seen any any belters, any any crackers that you've seen? A lot of puddings. A lot, a lot of puddings. Puddings, yeah. puddings are massive this year. Steve. Puddings That's, are taking over what London. Time. It's a festive time. You know, let's see where it goes. But puddings yeah. is massive and it is massive. We're all no. fans. I think ev- everywhere you go. Everywhere See, lads, what go. I like about you boys is you're, you've got backstage here, right, pre-show. Um, so you've seen things that most other people haven't Correct. haven't yet seen about the show. Yeah. What, what you? I mean, look at this, for example. Describe what you can see. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> um, so, 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 so for, for the audio listeners, I'm currently seeing Wayne Bridge crouching on the shitter. There's no better way to put it, really. <laughs> With a flat cap on. 
I mean, the things you only ever see at Crouchmas. Backstage. Absolutely incredible. Oh, oh son. Wow. <laughs> The very people you meet, we've, we've met David James, we've met Johnny Clayton yep. and uh, Joe Cullen. You've just seen Wayne Bridge yeah, having we, a shit. We've, 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 we've just seen Wayne Bridge having a shit, which is brilliant. We've there met all the Abs family, they're all lovely <laughs> yeah. people. Thank you very lovely, much. Lovely. On the, uh, on, the topic, on the topic of David James, whilst we were sort of sat outside waiting to come in, um, David James comes out of nowhere, dressed to the nines, as I guess he always is. Um, sort of, hello, mate. Lovely to meet you. Answers a phone call out of nowhere. Seems like a serious phone call. Hangs up and then goes, do you lads do fantasy football? <laughs> Is that what that phone call was about? Or... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <That's laughs> human because Hart, it was six, yeah. what, they win, win by that six. Was it. And Harlan came off at half time. Did you your boy's captain? I was like, Salah, he goes, you fucker. Vince Lutton walked back in. Boys, listen, enjoy your night, all right? Cheers, boys. We'll see the armbands on the dance floor. Good to see you. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to say just four letters, and when I do, you will all know who is on the way to the stage. B. B. Q. C. I need tell you, but he's been up all night rubbing his meat. You can take the boy out of Watford, but you can't take the boy off the grill. I want to hear you sizzle for Chris Stark. This is going to be huge. Who's ready for the next guy? <laughs> it's a debut, so he's bound to be a little nervous. The first time he's been part of this most unholy trinity. But he's carved up with crumble. He's warmed up with a few notorious SID rhymes. He's fucked up many times in his first season. He's got nothing to lose but a few kilos. The ginger Eminem, the man who wanted to be Steve Jobs, but is Steve Sidwell. Notorious, he is. He is. Wembley, what's happening? Steve Sidwell, everyone. What an entrance that is. I think there's only one person that can top that. Should we do it? And so. It's time for the big one. The very big one. Well, very tall one anyway. It's four years since he hung up his size 12 boots and he hasn't wasted a second of that time spent diligently making penis 11s with footballers' names, spent regularly topping the podcast charts. If we could have four of the buggers, we would, but there is only one Peter Crouch. It's you and I. go here we fucking go crouch press wow bigger than ever too much <laughs> hey no. you're looking great crouchy you're looking much, good. <laughs> the best i've seen you guys we just want to say thank you for so many of you coming out tonight we've seen your instagrams tweets throughout the day so much fancy dress as well it's huge. I have to say, the fancy dress started early today. I was slightly concerned that you wouldn't make it, but here you are. Yeah, look, Beautiful. we're going to speak to a few of you tonight. Big up the nuns in the front. I know we've got some referees in the building right now. Plenty of chickens, a few chefs. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, the night is young, guys. <laughs> the night's young. The night's young. Uh, Steve, it's your first Crouch Fest. How are you feeling? Do you know what? Listen, you, you, listen, big fan and a friend of the pod, you know that. I've been in there the last two years, okay? So I've been in that pit, and now it's like the lunatics running the asylum. That's what it <laughs> seems like. So, listen, it's been brilliant. What, right, I can hear you singing Puddings is Massive, right? What do we make oh, of the Stephen Sidwell Notorious signing this year? <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Hang on, he is on loan. He's on loan, he's on loan at the moment, he's on loan. But someone, someone, who's, uh, someone who knows a thing or two about signing big players is, of course, uh, Daniel Levy. 
<laughs> I knew that would happen. I knew that would happen. Whoa. Guys, don't worry. Daniel Levy's not here tonight. It's, it's fine. And if we're talking Levy, I think there should only be one Levy that we're talking about here at Crouchfest. General Levy, because of course, Wicked or Wicked, Puddings is massive. So of course, we've not got Daniel Levy, but we've got General Levy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's to perform Puddings is massive. Let's Run go, the track. Let's go. Absolutely. Enough respect. Thanks for inviting General Levy, everyone. Respect. General Levy, Ponies is massive. Peace and love. Thank you very much for having me. Ponies is massive. Puddings are indeed massive, everyone. Although, I would love to see Daniel Levy do that. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine? It would be good. Would Can be you good. imagine? Um, okay, last year we had the role of barman introduced to Crouchfest. And it was phenomenal. Yeah, to be honest with you, it's probably the best thing we ever did. We got David James to be the barman. And he was the barman for the night. Those of you at Crouchfest 2, make some noise. So, um, David James last year was on great form. He was saying all sorts. He was keeping everyone, as you say, well the problem, lubricated. The, the only problem with JMO last year is he, uh, he got into the, the tequila. Well, he gave, he gave my wife a pint of tequila last year. How did that end? Um, great. You know, good times at Crouchfest. All right. I think we're ready for David James. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. give it up for David James. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> J-Mo, J-Mo. Guy, guys, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, I can tell you what that is. That is a blow-up Stephen Sidwell. <laughs> <laughs> J-Mo, is that true that you give a uh, pint of tequila? Pint of tequila to my wife, yes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight I have not drunk half a bottle of tequila. Yeah, good. I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw the Crouchfest video. He, uh, he was licking the piano. He's assured me that won't happen again tonight. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, but if you lick a piano, it tastes nice. Okay, good. Special Crouch Fest this year, guys, uh, because this year we're going bigger. We want to offer a VIP experience. We're calling it the Jose Enrique Experience. We've got Sam with us. Uh, and uh, he's got uh, the obviously the, the Ted Lasso shirt on and the Jose Enrique sh uh, shoes. Um, so we're going for the full VIP Jose Enrique experience tonight and you are the lucky listener. You're the listener, man. Who, Welcome along, Sam. Thanks for having me. Yeah. How do you feel like, this is a, a crazy moment, right? You, you've been chosen to get the full VIP experience here at Crouchfest and it's because your story really impressed us. Yeah. Will you tell everyone... Really impressed <laughs> us? <laughs> will, you, will you tell us why you're here? Yeah, so... Oh god, how far are we going back now? A few months. Yeah, yeah my uh, a couple of months. We got the email, I think. Yeah, yeah, my lovely girlfriend Ellie. She's behind the camera. Actually. Yeah, she's over there <laughs> laughing. Wrote into the therapy crouch. With a, was it a weekly wine? Was it a weekly we, wine? Uh, or was it one of the agony abs? It was an agony abs. It was an agony abs. What should she should do with you, really? Yeah, basically wrote in because we just moved to Newcastle, made some new friends, went on a night out. West Ham had just lost at the lunchtime kickoff, so mm -hmm. I had a few more Guinnesses than I ordinarily would on a Saturday afternoon. As you can imagine, lost to Palace. Um, I'm in Palace Colours now as well. No, I know. Yeah, what is that all about? Yeah, yeah anyway, um, yeah, had too many Guinnesses, got to about four in the morning and sharted. 
Oh, so you've shot, <laughs> so you, you've gone for far, and but you've shit yourself. Yeah. Why, why does this? You know, lots of people do that on a Saturday night. Um, yeah, but exactly. Why has it become such a such a bad thing? Yeah, because Ellie wrote into the podcast to ex- explain what had happened. Instead of leaving it anonymous, is is left our names in there, um, left our location of Newcastle as well as the two people that just moved to Newcastle called Sam and Ellie. There's not many of them about. Yeah. So everyone's picked up on it, and um, yeah, so. All our friends and family know that I shit my pants. <laughs> yeah. So what kind of capacity? Are we talking like full explosion? Or are we just... Yeah, explosion was a term that was used, if I remember correctly. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Um, but hang on, we're still missing a link here. Yeah. So you shit yourself. Yeah. But why is that... Why are you here? Like, we're not just rewarding you for shitting no. yourself. No. <laughs> well, I've, I've written in... I've put a lengthy message into uh, peter.crouch at acast.com yeah. and explained that it's total humiliation on my end. She, and you felt there was a bit of housery yeah, from your girlfriend big time exposing house, yeah. the, the shitting yourself to Peter and Abby on the other podcast. Housery's a bit generous, I think. Yeah. Okay, so tonight... <laughs> she, she's, she's ridiculed yeah, you. Yeah, she's ridiculed me. You almost want to perform a bit of housery yourself yeah. on your girlfriend by bringing her to Crouchfest, except you are going to be the one in the VIP area yeah. and she is not. She's watching from the side of the stage. So yeah. she's just got to watch. She's, you... got, she's got to watch as I get the full Enrique experience. Oh, wow. So you're going solo. Yeah. I'm on, I'm up there on my own, apparently. I don't yeah. know much about it. But... You are going to have the time, time of your, of your life. life. <laughs> you, sir, will be Josie Enrique for the evening. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. She's he's Newcastle boy, isn't he? Yeah. Well, look, yeah. we're so impressed. You're in the Gucci shoes. You're in the Ted Lasso share. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know exactly what that means. But most of all, Sam, you're going to have the most uh, most VIP mm. experience. You're going to experience the VIPness of Crouchfest. And um, we've got some special stuff planned for you. We're not going to say much more now. Right. Do you know what? I've got something special for you guys as well. <gasps> Where's your bag? Oh. oh. You want to grab it? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, I came, what is it? I came armed with, I came armed with gifts. Okay. It's... it's Somebody's podcast yeah. up, but just for a, for a, for a few surprises. Yeah, you? you know what? In the spirit of drinking too much Guinness and shit in my pants, I tried I, to think what I, you got. I, I thought you... I'd bring some Guinness. Never brought you oh, pants. I thought, I thought it was the shitty pants. No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought I'd bring some Guinness themed gifts with me as well. Oh, okay. Well, that's yes, she is. I'll take the bag. Oh, I'll take the whole lot. There we go. I'm uh, glad we got the security. Bag. So it's crouchy because it's the goodie bag because you're um, you love your golf. Mm. I got you some uh, Guinness wooden oh, golf. Guinness oh, Guinness tea. That's nice. brilliant. Chris. Beautiful. As the barbecue, what you call it? Uh, enthusiast. Yeah, enthusiast. <laughs> I got you some cooking paste to rub your meat oh, with. Oh, wow. Oh. You are actually going to love that. I, that's amazing. And for Sid's over here, because um, I got you some chocolate truffles, because, you know, oh, the puddings are massive. <laughs> you know, puddings are massive. Look at that. Well, there you go. Well, Good on you, mate. Brilliant. That's Good on super. You. Enjoy that, boys. Oh, that's, do you know what? Yeah. That's fantastic. And that's why tonight... You are going to live your dream. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, anything we can do, we've got a team around us here. Yeah. Uh, anything you need, you let them know. Yeah. Tonight is your night. Tonight. Thank you. <laughs> As the, the shitty pants in front of how many? 12,000 people? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Well done, mate. You'll enjoy it. Oh, Crouchy, I'm just getting word. I'm just getting word that we might be able to cross over to the Samrat. It's quite convenient timing, Sid. Is there someone there? Um, okay, yes, we can. Should we cross over to the famous curry house in Ealing, the Samrat? Peter, who, who have we got in there, do we think? I believe there's an England legend, just James Madison. Mr. Islam is here. I am joined here in the Samrat by Mr. Jamie Madison. How do you feel about Peter not inviting you Wembley this evening? Not asked to be shy anyway. Who is better, uh, Richard, Richard Allison or uh, Prime Krause? Prime Crouchy or Richard Allison? Tough question. I'll go with Charlison because I didn't get the invite. <laughs> when you were at uh, Norwich, did you ever witness Delia Smith rubbing her meat. I can't say I did. The meat was good, but I never, I never saw it getting rubbed. Right. To be honest with you. Who is the most part at Tottenham? Pedro Porro. Teacher's pet. Right. If you see photos from the game, always hugging the gaffer. 
Who is the biggest shit house? Tell you what, I wouldn't be far off, I don't think. <laughs> Bit of a shit house. Can you suggest fantasy football forfeit for the lads? Well, I've seen one brilliant one. There was a group of lads who the loser of the league had to go and be a mascot at a football game. And he was a fully grown adult in the full kit, big beer belly. And I think that's brilliant banner. So, am I allowed to pop it on? Yeah, yeah, you can have it for arms. Is that sauce edible? Yeah, that's cool. very nice sauce, yeah. Good stuff. What do you think is hotter, my Madras or Abby Clancy? Well, I haven't tried your ma Madras. Well, I haven't tried, tried crouch, <laughs> Crouch's missus either, but I'll go Abby. What is your favorite pudding? Like a good rice pudding with some uh, white chocolate sprinkles on. Yes, it is a uh, massive. It's what? Massive. It is massive. It's massive, then, isn't it? It's good sauce. Chutney, is it? Yeah, it's made from some rat, so it's nice. Mm -hmm. Have you got a message for the Wembley crowd? Yes. Have a great night. Do something you'll regret and get steaming. Let's give a wave back to Wembley. What we want to do next, we want to play a game. Um, we want to basically do blind date, but we were told we weren't allowed to do blind date because there's a problem. Lawyers might get involved. I don't really believe it, so we decided to rename it slightly. Same game, but slightly different name. You up for this? Should we do it? Okay, Clive Tilsey, take it away. And now, ladies, gentlemen, and others, it is time for blind dates. In a moment, we'll be asking the big question of the big man. Hello, number one. What's your name and where do you come from? But first, let's hear it for your hosts, Chris Sexy Stark and Stephen Silla Sidwell. Yes, it's blind date, everyone. Nothing like blind date. Pete, you've had so many wonderful partners in your time, haven't you? It's time for us to find you the perfect one. Crouchy, what do you, um, what do you look for in the perfect partner? Um, I want them to be generous, um, you know, good looking would be a bonus, uh, I'd like them to be loyal, charismatic, funny, and good with the family. <laughs> well, we can help you tonight, we've got three lucky contestants hoping to be your perfect partner. Now no giving it away in the crowd everyone, but should we bring them on, please give it up for our three lucky contestants tonight. I have to say, it sounds sensational. The crowd <laughs> the, reactions, anything to go by. The crowd like the look of it. Are we uh, liking the look of the contestants tonight, everyone? Yeah? Are Do we, we happy? Do we think one of these people could be Pete's perfect partner tonight? That's the question. Right, listen. Oh, I'm, really, I'm nervous. Okay, Starkey, I hope it goes well. Let's start. Contestant number one. Let's not give it away, but can we just give a, a little hello? Hi. Oh. <laughs> oh, she sounds. Hiya. She sounds sexy. Contestant number two, can we have a little hello, please? London. Woo! Oh, that's right on my street. Contestant number three, a quick hello. Hello, London. Woo! Hello, Wembley. Oh, wow. Okay, Peter, here's how this is going to work. You're going to ask three questions, one to each of our contestants here. Then you're going to choose. Your perfect partner. It is a massive, okay. massive decision. Okay. Can I, can I fire away the questions? Let's go. Okay. Uh, first question to contestant number one. I've made a career out of playing with balls. My question to you, contestant number one, what would you like to do with my balls? <laughs> well, can I firstly say, if it wasn't for me, you'd still be a virgin. And secondly, as anyone who's seen San Marino play recently, your balls would be in my net over and over and over again for the entire 
90 minutes. Woo! <laughs> oh my god. Wow. <laughs> oh, that was better than I even hoped. Okay, second question. Contestant number two. I've had a few partners in my time, but what makes you my perfect partner? Well, Crouchy, I'm a big believer in opposites attract. I could be the little to your large. I may be a little bit selfish at times, but if you give me a chance, I will finish. <laughs> wow. Saucy. Oh, he sounds lovely. Oh, I mean, he sounds fantastic. Um, I have to say. Okay, question number three to contestant number three. As anyone could tell, anyone could tell you I'm a sensitive guy. How would you treat me? Ooh, Peter, well, what I'd like to do is let you go on my first whistle. <laughs> and then I'd do some gentle jostling on my podium and then let you take off on my jet plane. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Crouchy, you've wow. heard from three of the contestants. It's a tricky decision, but who are you going to say no to first? I'm going to say no to contestant number three. Okay. Oh, oh the crowd, I'm sure. Wow. Pete, it's time to find out who you said no to. You said no to contestant number three. It's one of your favourites. It's Jet from no. Gladiators. <laughs> Jet. All right, never mind. I'm Have absolutely a good night. gutted. Crouchy, any regrets on that decision? Massive regrets. Growing up, Jet was always my favourite. <laughs> yeah, give it up for Jet, everyone, by the way. Great to have you here at Catchfest. But you've got a very tricky decision now. Do you go for contestant number one? <laughs> okay. Come on! Come or contestant on, number two. Now, this is going to be the person that you choose. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so the person you're going to choose, contestant number one or contestant, <laughs> contestant number two? Well, do you know what? I, I like the sound of them both. I really do. But um, I'm gonna, my choice tonight is going to be contestant number two. Whoa! Okay, that means you've said no to contestant number one. It's a bold move, Pete. It's your wife, Abby. Oh, it's you, a, do you know what? Are you it's, sure? It's been 10 minutes. <laughs> San Marino's kicking off again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time to find out your perfect partner in the first ever blind date. You chose contestant number two. Are you ready to meet them? Should we give it a bit of a drum roll, everyone? Three, two, one. Meet your partner. Hey! It's Jermaine Defoe. Do you know what? He's, he's perfect. Isn't he, Jim? Crouchy, what was it about Jermaine Defoe when you had the partnership? What was it about the chemistry? Talk to us about that. Do you know what? In all, in all seriousness, like, I played with a lot of partners. But, um, you know, Jermaine was a top, top finisher. Even when we were kids, you know, one of the best finishers I've ever seen. I've chained with Robbie Fowler. I put him in that bracket. Absolutely unbelievable player. I remember playing in, um, against Wigan when he scored five goals. Could have passed to me a couple of times. But what a player. Incredible. What was the goal for you, Jermaine, that sort of epitomised your partnership? Is there one that's in mind or...? What goal? What goal? Yeah, is there one specific goal that you sort of... Do you know what I you I remember um, Portsmouth against Everton. Oh, yeah. And Everton fans in there. And uh, chipped the goalkeeper. And the ball was about this much over the line. And then Crouchy hit the crossbar, came down, and Crouchy sort of like tapped it in. So I sort of like stepped back and thought, okay, but if it was anyone else, I'd have been fuming. Because yeah. it was Crouchy, I thought, you know what, let him have that one. So, JD, why, why do you think your partnership works so well? Seriously. Because like, at a time, you was like lethal, both of you. You were the most potent strikers in the Premier League. But you know what, it was, we never used to work on it. I think it was just um, match made in heaven, wasn't it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? We never, no, we never, we never worked on it. I think it was just, I think it was just natural. Mm. Obviously, Crouch is the big man. I'm the small man. Paid off the cuff. Had a good relationship. Scored a lot of goals for England as well. Portsmouth. 
Mm. And he's a fantastic player. Do you know what? It's not, I'm not just saying because it's blind date, but we genuinely did hit it off straight away. <laughs> um, you know, under 18s, under 21s, we always score goals together. We just complemented each other really well. And, and that's why I'm really pleased that I've, I've picked Jermaine tonight. The, big, the biggest question that I want to ask is, obviously you two, chemistry, you've picked him, Crouchy. Who do you think Harry preferred best out of you two? Oh, what a question. <laughs> right, that's a big one because... You know, Harry had you from a really early age, <laughs> didn't he? He did. But you know, I can ask Harry, he's like a dad to me. Do you feel like that? Do you know what, though? Maybe you, you know, because Harry was scared of my mum. Oh, really? Yeah, but like, uh, I think, do you know what? I actually think he likes Nico Crenshaw better than both of us. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Maybe we should speak to Nico tonight and get this band back together. But that would be wonderful. Jermaine, would you be up for getting the band together in some form? 100%. 100%. Maybe to perform at the next Crouchfest. Me, you, Nico. Me, you, Nico. Uh, I think we were the favourites, to be honest. You know when Harry's hanging out in the car? Yeah. He's, he, 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 quite often he was talking about me and you or, or Nico. Yeah, I reckon get him back. Starkey, enough of the small talk. Let's send these off to... Uh, where are we sending them to? Where are we going? The lovely Isle of Fernandinho! <laughs> go on, you go, go, lads. So Crowdsfest, as always, we put on some performances and we have a good laugh. Are you doing the sound, yeah? And I know this next guy has been someone that passes the pod wherever he goes. He is always so supportive of everything that we do on this podcast from day one. When we asked about who we should get to perform at Crowdsfest, this man was one of the first people we text. He steps up every time. He's a legend. He's getting bigger and bigger. This is one of the greatest artists I truly believe the UK has produced in a long time. Loves the podcast. You guys will love him too. I know you all do. Please, ladies and gentlemen, a big Crowdsfest welcome to Mr. Tom Rennes. Come on, Peter Crouch. Mr. Peter Crouch, thanks for having me. I got told that I was going to be doing this, so I thought, I was in LA today. I flew back for this. I wasn't missing this, people. I was not missing it. Let's have a party. Because I could be a judge on Friday, two nights at the place we started. It's a long way back from sorry, but here I go. All right, you lots, listen up. The second half of the greatest night of your life since Sam Allardyce got the boot is about to begin. Please make your way back to your seats and be quick about it. This next part of the podcast is sponsored by Brewdog and this month we're raising a glass to Hazy Jane. It's proper juicy, a real different beer that we're loving right now. So we've been having a lot of fun with this the last couple of weeks as we started off by trying to understand where Hazy Jane got its name from. It turns out it's all to do with the cloudiness of the beer and that led us to exploring some of our favourite nicknames. Now, we had some amazing listener suggestions last time but before we get on to more, Crouchy, Sid, let's talk manager nicknames was this much of a thing when you guys were players and um how much trouble could you get into for giving the gaffer a nickname yeah this was this was very much part of my life (laughs) (laughs) the judge the Oh, wow. Right. Do you know, in a way, I think it's quite good if you Obviously don't post, name the post, manager. Post from Pat. The judge, oh, yeah, the judge yeah. is absolutely... We had the magistrate as well, didn't we? The judge and the magistrate. Do you, do you know, maybe what we do is you just give the nicknames <laughs> now <laughs> and, and right re- can we reveal them another... Like, let people guess. Yeah. yeah. So who have we got? Yeah. Well, managers, obviously, what, Jose and Mourinho, have you got the special one? Yeah, but you wouldn't have called him that as no. players. We talk about what we call them. Well, oh, well I think well. We'll, obviously managers have big famous nicknames. But what out of yeah, interest we was your Ranieri got the Sinkerman, didn't he? Yeah. What was your nickname for Mourinho? <sighs> Too scared. Was he just gaffer? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It wasn't wasn't known as anything else. I'm trying yeah. to think for all of them now. Uh, other managers. Oh, yeah. Have you got any nicknames for your your managers? Anyone who's uh, do you know um, a manager in your life? What about teacher nicknames? 
Yeah, yeah, they have those as well, don't they? It's a tricky one. It's it's hard, this, actually, because the second you ask me about nicknames for my bosses, it becomes a problem mm. as well, which is, it's I tough. forget that the managers that yeah, you play yeah, with, yeah, yeah, although tough. we give them nicknames, they are your <laughs> bosses. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's a weird... It's tough, you know. But it's obviously, this, this, look, everyone calls their boss something yeah. behind their back, right? Everyone. That's not, that's not, you know, you better not, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> George is going your heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works in reverse as well. I mean, like bosses have nicknames. You know, managers will have had nicknames for you as well. I've got no doubt about it. Yeah, I yeah. probably did. You've yeah. never thought yeah. about it that way, have you? No, no, no. You're right. Postman Pat and all that. Yeah, I would yeah, like to yeah. know what well, he, he have, used to call you. 100% they have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to play that shit house today. <laughs> that little shit bag. <laughs> I would love. Please, is he we... fit? Is he sick? No, <laughs> sick. No, that, yeah, must be loads. I reckon yeah. they do it all the time. They're yeah. all, all in there and they're having a team meeting. Yeah. I was saying, oh, he's fucking. Oh, he's pulling the caravan him. <laughs> we've not got to play him, have we? All right, get him in. <laughs> we've got to remember that next time we've got a manager on, we've got to ask yes. nicknames of yes. players. Yeah. Because it does work, and it's the same, I'm sure, with bosses, with teachers, and stuff like that. You have nicknames for. Yeah, yeah. Well, email, email in, like get in touch if you like your boss. A nickname you've got for your boss, obviously keep it anonymous. Yeah, and if you are a boss of some sorts and want to vent a little bit, because it shouldn't be one way traffic, um, send in nicknames <laughs> for the reverse as yeah, well. Hundred yeah. percent. I reckon there's loads of like sick notes. Yeah. There's people that call in sick all the time. There's people that don't pull their weight. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they're all the kind of the ones that are out there. I think what we've learned is that there is a manager out there called The Judge. As always, if you want to have a little guess at who that is, um, get in touch. The Judge. The, it's it's yeah. The Judge, is yeah, it, judge. for clarity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this will make other footballers smile as well, won't it? Yeah, well, <laughs> who will... We will be enjoying it as well, yeah. Right. But anyways, a big thanks to everyone who came down to our last event. That was that was pretty epic. It was good it? fun, wasn't it? Uh, it was at Brewdog Waterloo, by the way. Um, it was great to spend uh, so much time with the listeners. We always enjoy it. We really do. It was nice because we had some time to sit down instead of doing, you know, beer pug where it all gets a bit heavy, doesn't it? It was nice to do the question and answer. Um, but we've got something else up our sleeves this month. Um, we've had many more suggestions from listeners about your most loved nicknames and the stories behind them. So what we're going to do is actually record some messages from us to send to the people behind our favourite entries. We love the fact that so many of you want to share these with us. So we thought we'd send a few video messages out to the people who really made us laugh. Let's see what you've got. Or right, I'll go first. We, uh, the first one is from G Faulkner, a uh, lad at work called Motion Sensor. Because he only does something when someone walks past. <laughs> okay, he's from Fletcher. A uh, plumber called Dwayne drinks in our local. Everyone calls him Dwayne Pipe. Like he's got a list. <laughs> Dwayne Pipe. Well, we love these nicknames. We always do on this podcast and we want to hear some more of your favourites and the stories behind them as well. That You get extra points if you can give a story as well. So we've put a post out on Twitter and Instagram or X if you want to call Twitter that. So yeah, X or Instagram. Go there, leave your comments and voice notes. Best ones get featured on the podcast. Plus, as Crouchy mentioned, we're going to send out some prizes to the ones that we really love, including a crate of beautiful Hazy Jane that we're drinking right now. Thanks to Brewdog. 10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's eufy.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best in class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest showman we've ever seen, Mike Dean! Mike Dean! <laughs> oh, I love it. I love how much you love it, Mike. Mike, <laughs> Mike Dean was one of the best podcasts that we did, and he was kind of the first referee that was willing to give us a bit of insight 
into what it's like to be a referee. And there's so many Mike Deans out here today. Can we just put the lights up a second so we can see? Where's the referees? Put your hands in the air if you're dressed as a chicken tonight, because Mike will get excited. <laughs> Any chickens? The, look at all the refs waving are. their flags. Amazing. Put, Mike, your, put your chickens in the air, everyone. Uh, I, have to, I have to ask you, Mike, this whole podcast thing that we've got going on, obviously, you mentioned that you were... You slaughtered chickens before. And how, how have you found it since you mentioned that on the podcast? Uh, it's been quite funny, really, with everybody, like, dressing as chickens, coming out as chickens, coming <laughs> down here as chickens. It's everywhere. I'm getting stuff on social media with people dressed as a chicken. They're bloody mad, a lot of them. <laughs> Mike, did you ever think that, obviously, retiring, going into a nice, calm life, still getting abuse and stick after all this time? <laughs> Mike, come on, louder than that, louder. <laughs> uh, what about? I just want to say the people. Give me a scream for Crouch if you hear a Crouch Fest too. What about one of the best moments for me was when Joel came up here on his own, a listener, and yeah, he sang right. a song about Mike Dean. How, how did you find that song? Did you enjoy it? Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was fantastic for somebody to... I, I retired in May and within like two weeks it sorted a song out, released it. No, it's just an absolute privilege for somebody to sing a song about me, but it was really good and it's got some probably. It, it was feedback. a weirdly emotional moment. I don't know how many people were here for the last Crowdsfest and it was strangely emotional when everyone's got phones in the air going, Mike Dean, Mike, Mike Dean. Dean. It was just weird. It was the weird to see. Chicken killing machine. Do you remember it? Mike Dean, Mike Dean, wow, the greatest ref we've ever seen, it's Mike Dean. Well, let's cut that, let's talk about VAR, shall we? Well, don't talk about that. Who loves VAR? How'd you find that? Yes, it's just Obviously, it's a bit pantomime, isn't it? And, you know, we're talking about the greatest showman, but how do you think VAR... As a, as a whole is working uh, at the moment it's not as good as it should be it's going to improve hopefully but it just doesn't help everybody out here because everybody hasn't got a clue what's going on uh. it's just not good enough <laughs> it's true it's just not good enough this yeah. is what I love about Mike being on the pods and when he comes on he is brutally honest about, about it do you think you've been a positive influence on VAR is, do you think it will change for the better I think it's going to have to and the sooner the better because people are losing faith with it unfortunately especially all these out here yeah, it's funny, because as a Watford fan, no one boos Watford. Um, in the Championship, we haven't got it, and you get on with it. And then it's weird when you have to make that leap up to the Premier League and then have VAR. Is there a case to be made for just getting rid, or would that be like slaughtering your job? No, nah, they won't get rid of it. It's here for good, whether people like it or not. you just got to go at a time. Simple yeah. as that. Mike, you're a legend. Should you're we a give, podcast legend. Should we give Mike Dean the red card? <laughs> Let's send Mike Dean for an early bath. Mike, see you, mate. <laughs> well done, Mike. Always a good sport. Always slaughtering chickens. No matter, no matter what you think of VAR, Mike Dean's been an unbelievable character in our podcast, I have to say. You know, from the killing chickens thing to Joel's song last year, he's always been integral and he's always willing to turn up. And he knew he was going to get a bit of stick tonight. Yeah. So I appreciate him coming on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, go on. Listen, last year we were struggling to think how we could top what was an amazing year last year. We had such a good time. We wanted to come back stronger, didn't we, Pete? Uh, we wanted to come back stronger, and there's no other way than, than to come back stronger than what we're about to see. Well, I think for the last couple of seasons, when we say back stronger, and we've been doing that since, what, the first, first time we started the podcast, we talked about back stronger. There's another word for it, and it's the chumbawamba. I take it you get knocked down and you get, get back knocked again. down, get back up again, that's that it. kind of thing. It's a podcast anthem. And this year, we wanted Wembley Arena to chumbawamba. So what are we going to do, Pete? Well, you know, obviously, it's become a podcast anthem. Back stronger, chumbawamba. We get knocked down, but we, we get, get up fucking again. back it's up it's again. Just, and we love it. And I have to say, it's been hard work getting him. But Dunstan is here from Chumba fucking Wamba. Now listen, I want to give him a massive welcome because this is the first time he's 
ever, and I find this unbelievable, that Chumbawamba has ever been at Wembley Arena. And we got him. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Dunstan, Mr. Chumbawamba himself. Come on out, mate. Here he is. This is the man. Absolutely love it. This is the man behind our podcast anthem, one of our favourite songs of all time. Are you excited to do Wembley Arena? Yeah, it's, uh, I've never played here before, actually. Yeah. It's the first time. I, fi- I find that unbelievable, that the fact that he's not, he's not played here, being in a successful band. Did you start to hear a lot about your song being a kind of the anthem for this podcast? Somebody got in touch with me. They'd seen the trailer for this, Crouchfest 3, and said, fucking hell, I chumbawamba playing at Crouchfest 3. And I was like, I have no idea what that is on about. (laughs) So we had to make it happen. But we want you guys to get involved. Wembley, you up for this tonight? Does everyone know this one? (laughs) Let's get everyone off their feet. If you're sat down right now, let's make this a moment. I think this is the Crouchfest 3 Wembley Arena I was thinking maybe, can we have torches in the air for this one? Until we bounce. And don't throw your phone. There we go. That's the, that's oh. oh, yeah, now we're talking. Torches in the air, please. The first time Chumbawamba will be done properly at Wembley, and we're going to do it tonight. Crouchfest. It's, it's beautiful to see. Isn't it? Isn't it? You excited? Thank you. I'm really excited. Yeah. We're all going to sing it, right? <laughs> this is amazing. You lot are all going to sing the... Uh, Pissing the night away, though, aren't you? Of course yeah. we are. That's yeah. what we do. <laughs> All right, crowd face. In Let's perfect do this, harmony, huh? three-part harmony, yeah? Not we'll a problem. Best. Not a problem. Let's do it. Okay, I believe Lloyd has been out scouring for questions from some of you guys in the audience. Uh, where is Lloyd right now? Is Lloyd with us? Uh, so this is Sam. Sam, where are you from? Uh, Brighton. And who is your question for? Stevie Sidwell. It's for the notorious SID. What is your question, Sam? Sidders, who is the most parched player to Jose Mourinho? Very good question. The most parched player... Ch- uh, uh, Jose Mourinho. Um, there's only got, there's got to be one player, and that's Didier Drogba. The most parched. Didier, no, Didier Drogba could not do a thing wrong, and I'll give you one example. We are training. Tal Benahim, defender, tackled Didier. Didier went down in training. Star man, Didier Drogba, gone down in training. Two days before a game, it's a Thursday. He's walked in, he's on the treatment table. We come in after training, Didier's on the, uh, on the treatment table. Jose comes in, Didier, are you okay? I'm gonna fucking kill him. That fucker, I'm gonna kill him. He says, Didier, kill him on Monday. I need him on Saturday. It's outrageous. So there's literally, Jose had his back the whole way. So I'd say reverse from Jose to Didier, but well, Drogba's the one. So what do you reckon? Um, what do we think of the Notorious as a new addition? Oh, that's nice. It's nice. You like it? You happy? Oh, I'm very happy. Are you happy? Come Are on. You happy? Who thinks? Who thinks we should make the notorious appointment permanent. <laughs> I'm still on trial here, come on. Can we do that tonight, Chris? I think we can. Here's the thing, right? We call you the notorious SID. Do you remember when that started? You actually give me... The, the, so the whole story about the notorious SID is I've done a rap 
uh, a long time ago at a party with Crouchy. Yeah, um, it's brilliant. And we, we was going through that, wasn't we? And then you come up with the notorious SID. Um, and from that podcast, it has literally stuck. I mean, I go out now and I'm playing golf, I'm shopping, and I get notorious SID. <laughs> That's what I get. So it's down to you. But it's a funny name because we call you the notorious SID, notorious, but I've never heard you rap. <laughs> yeah, if you're such a good rapper and he's going to be signing, he needs to do an introduction, right? I don't yeah. know if you remember his introduction on the podcast. No. What was it, Sid? You, you talk about initiation song. Yeah, like your induction song, oh, you know? Fuck, son. What, what was your induction? Well, every club that I signed at, the initiation song was only Fools and Horses. Great. I know you know this one. You're not going to make me do it, yeah? If you know this one, join in with the Notorious. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. We got some half-price crack dice and miles and miles of carpet tiles. TVs deep freezing, David Bowie LPs. Ball games, gold chains, what's her name's had a push. Trevor Francis tracks us from a motion shepherd's push. Push, 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 push. No income tax, no VAT. No money back, no guarantee. Black or white, rich or poor. We'll cut prices at a stroke. Surely that's me involved now, huh? Doing this or what? Are we signing Steve Sidwell permanent basis or not? So am I am I done? Am I in? You're am I in. in the gang? Am I in the gang? You're so the in. notorious official signing unveiling. Sorry, signing photo. Welcome to the club. Right, Wembley, it's time for your next act. Like last year, we wanted a massive headliner for you guys, and we wanted a proper party. We wanted it, as always, to go off. Every Crouch Fest we've done has always been the same, right, Pete? Absolutely amazing. Like, you've been incredible, Wembley, and we've done some big things in the past. This is going to be huge as well. Uh, just a little thank you. John and Ross behind the stage worked incredibly hard. Yeah. Ross, love you, boys. George, where are you? And George, everyone. Uh, Abby, I'm sorry I didn't pick you tonight, but me and Jermaine are perfect for each other. All right, guys, your headline app for tonight Wembley Arena, Crowdfest 3. Please make some noise. Go crazy for Rudimental. Oh, yeah. You know I said it's true, I can feel the love, can you feel it too? I can feel it, oh, I can feel it, oh. You know I said it's true, I can feel the love, can you feel it too? I can feel it, oh, I can feel it. Right, uh, we're, we're, we're back in after um, the Crouchfest 3. Um, it was, how, how did you find it? Since it's your first Crouchfest. Bridges with us. How do you find it? Mate, if I'm honest, um, it's quite emotional. Yeah. I'm being serious. It's like... No, I agree. You, you, like, you, everyone behind the cameras and the lads and everyone, like, they work so hard. You can see the stress that they go through and the prep. I think it's like, hard, isn't it? Because <sighs> the thing is, right, we, we're, kind of, we're a podcast. We sit in a pub and we chat between us and we have funny ideas and then we... We go and do them. But the thing is with something like this is uh, we're very aware that people come along, they spend money, hard-earned money, and they come along to, the, to this event and we do the very best that we can with it. Do you know what? And we spend weeks doing it, don't we? It's fucking crazy. When you say spend money, I'm thinking, fuck, yeah, they spend money. 
they they were drinking. Some of them drinking since eleven a.m. Yeah. But for me, I I love it. I think it's for me. It's big breakfast and the Chris Evans Friday night show. What was it called? Yeah, five. Top five. Yeah, 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 it's that all rolled into one. Here we you go. You should have a morning show and then a Friday evening show. TV show. Uh, I, I think so. I think everyone will love it. It'll make everyone happy. Everyone will have a good time. Wayne should be our agent. Oh, you know, it reminds me of the darts. And like, you know, what people do, they come, they get dressed up, they go and have a good time. And that's all it's about. And, you know, I just hope, you know, I know, well, I know we've delivered a great show. We have. That's but, it. But, but we're not like, here's the thing, we never pretend to be, we're not, we're not, Great perform, you, you you know you're both footballers. Like I'm a I'm a radio sidekick. Like we, we've never pretended to we've be got the no world's greatest conceivable talent. <laughs> no. to be on that stage. Well, the thing is, we perform on a pitch, but that's all we know. But to get on stage and then like kind it's of own it and give the crowd what they want. Uh, we do our the best. Crowd it. Make it. seeing the reaction. Was uh, how, how, it? how did it feel for you not walking out what there knowing everyone Sid's loves like, you? I reckon we leave this one to Sid's because it's your first one. We did it last year. But I'm not saying I'm immune to it because that hit me today. <laughs> but how did you, how did you find like, it? It's the closest closet? thing and you all know this and you'll know this when you've done like big gigs, Lucky. That's the closest thing I can say is to football because when you're on the pitch, you've got the ball. Everyone's looking at you. I mean, you're centre stage, 60,000, 90,000, 20, doesn't matter. You're on that stage there, you own the mic, you're, you're entertaining. And that's what it's about. And we give the fucking crowd what they wanted. It was, what? Listen, it was amazing. Look, should we touch, on, should we touch on Sid's rap? What did you make of it, Bridgie? Oh, wow. Mate, he's got, he's good, isn't he? Got some bars. He's got lyrics, he's got rhythm. I think the dance and he can maybe improve on a little bit <laughs> so we could have a few lessons. Starkey's the first time he's had the rap, to be fair. Yeah, because obviously I crowd is awesome. Him. But it, it, I'm a bit it, worried about Bridgie tonight. Me, me and him, I, I worried about because you know what? Bridgie did the darts bit tonight and then turned around to me and started this is how competitive Wayne Bridge is, everyone. Bit of fun on stage to win some tickets for couple of listeners right mm. <laughs> and it didn't go wayne's way sadly sid's one and the first wayne turns around to me bear in mind that i'm in amongst all this matters and started arguing the result <laughs> but not just arguing it was in your face going you're wrong yeah, but i've like, never seen but i've never seen wayne bridge lose at anything and i'll be honest with you i think your man let you down if i'm honest. yeah i don't think it was me i think it's poor darts <laughs> <laughs> you can't how are you feeling I ain't losing that. I am competitive. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's look back on the show. So walk-ons and stuff like that. One of the proudest moments I think I'll always remember is when those walk-ons happen, I just thought, isn't it nuts when you look at it? It's a sold-out Wembley arena and people just talking and doing the podcast. No, 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 Bridgie, you stay. I've stay, got to say how I feel about that walk-on. <laughs> oh, go on then. Because I want to know what they feel. When you walk on, I look at you and I think you're owning it. It's right? just, you, you know what? It. Like, I love it. You love it. Did you love it? Mate, I love right. it. Right, so I walked on, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a bit... It's a bit low. And I we thought, picked your tune, Yeah, right, there. so I'm walking out, I think, I'm going to own this. But I walk out and I think, oh, man, I wish I was leaving Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine but you feeling know what? You, that you everyone really wants to, like... Yeah, they yeah. love you. But Bridget, you got a great reception there tonight. It was good. Yeah. It was. How, how does that make you feel? Like, was it was it nice to yeah, see? Because you're out the you're out the limelight, Bridget. Like you're low key now, so you don't. You're, a barbecue, you're not on TV, like me, mate. I'm a Do you enjoy barbecue? barbecue? Yeah, I love it. Do you? Oh, like, me and, me and Wayne, Crouchy. Do you know we what? We might start doing a podcast. Oh, this is, this is. We might start doing a bob a a, a bobcast a <laughs> podcast a yeah. barbecue. Wayne's hit me with this one tonight. He wants to make a barbecue podcast. Yeah, Good luck with what, it. What, 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 what did I say we were going to do? <laughs> but I will he not be gonna cook. <laughs> He was going to cook and I was going to drink. Yeah, but for those reasons, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Wayne, I mean, I mean, I'm invested. Wayne, do you know when Wayne came on the podcast? What's hilarious is every now and then I get a message from him where he can't light his coals properly and that kind of. And this is the, this is what I love about tonight. Is you look at JMO, he's in his element. Yeah. He was in his element. Yeah, at the time of his life. Was, loves it. I he's, think I enjoyed it more than JMO. Yeah, but yeah, because you're competitive. Is, <laughs> even in enjoyment. The thing is with JMO, like, he, he's saying things to me, can I get on stage now? And I was like, well, it's not part of the script, but you can do what you like yeah. at Crouch Rest. Yeah. And he was there, he was here, he was in the crowd. Me. Does he kiss you? Does he kiss you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he, he picked me up like I was a little kid. He literally just like, I was off the floor, free foot. 
Should we just quickly you, go you, through the you night? Because we must we're... be on top of the world. Oh, because oh, the oh, amount of love you got from us. There he is. Jamie! Holy Coley, move up. Flowers. Coley. That was the other Chelsea left back. Jamo, Jamo, tell us about this Crouchfest free. The trilogy. City. This is the best Crouchfest ever. Really? Fucking buzzing. Why? <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, only because you lot weren't drinking <laughs> enough beer and I was thrown out to the crowd. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, I'd say we drank enough by the end. Crouch Dog, if I love anyone whose surname is Dog, it is the fucking Crouch Dog. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> let's, get, let's get a little shout. My favourite person who ends in O is Jamo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, boys, what did you think of? Um, we've got to give honourable shouts out. Uh, shouts to Tom Grennan. Yes, of course. Oh. Tom's amazing. Brilliant. Well, where this goes, Tom Grennan. Well, General Levy. Tom Grennan. By the way, his set was massive. I'm sure it went on. Uh, the thing is, I thought it was just going to be Puddings is massive for like a couple of minutes. He was awesome. Did a good sort of eight Chris, to ten minutes. Chris, if I if I can interject, you love John in a in an awkward interjection right. moment. I've got, I've got a story about what you had tonight, Jamo, fucking ledge. It was fucking legend. Oh. I'm, I'm fucking dancing. You and love drum and bass, I, don't you? Yeah, but I was on right, the stage. Pritchie's right. got a story. There we go. I was at, we were at the World Cup. <laughs> Here we go, Japan, World Cup. 2006, right? And J-Mo is rooming next door to me. And I, I can hear drum and bass all <laughs> night. Like, all night. And I woke up and I'm like, J-Mo, what, what are you doing? He went, I'm trying this sleep deprivation thing where I'm going to train <laughs> oh my without, without oh my any God. sleep. So I was Just listening to drum and bass and doing press-ups to see how my training is. Sleep deprivation. Oh, oh, Jamie, any comments on the sleep deprivation technique? Do you know what? He was actually better. Yeah, yeah. I still never played. The one thing I say to any wannabe footballers, don't tell your fucking next-door roommates what you're up to. Boys, can I just finish on? Can we just... Starkey. Wow. Let's talk about... Because we did have the MNS advert. Oh, I'm not. We did have the advert. The uh, advert's gone down a storm out there. Uh, the MS advert with a young Steve Sidwell. Starkey, what are you saying? Um, <laughs> at half time, the MS advert happened. Yeah. First time people saw it, um, we sort of just snuck it out at half time for the ones that were kind of back in the arena. And um, and it, I believe it went down well. Crouchy, Crouchy, can I say that Chris is really sneaky? Oh, God. Yeah, of all the time I've known Chris, oh, I love him. He's a very sneaky guy, and he sneaked in there. Very sneaky stuff. <laughs> did he, what did he sneak in? Yeah, puddings are massive everywhere we go. Well, because uh, he is. And it's M&S. <laughs> and M&S is massive. This wow. has been absolutely amazing. Obviously, the advert's been premiered. I'll say thank you to the guests who've been amazing. General Levy, David James, Wayne Bridge. As always. Obviously, the Notorious SID yep. and Chris Stark. But there's a few people behind the camera that you won't see now. You know, George. Like Ross has been Flash, so stressed. Jay, Ross, <laughs> like, John, If you look at Ross Jill, now, like... Chloe. He you know, feels so relieved team. it's I'll over. <laughs> there's a big team behind this that put it all on. And obviously, we're the front of it dicking around, but there's a lot of people working hard, and I appreciate everything you do. But do you know what? They're good people, and we love them, and I really appreciate what they well, do. It was quite, it was Crash, a, I, I love you. Crouch yeah. 3 was a success. Crouch yeah, I, think that's what I believe was a success. Mate, yeah. anything uh, Crouch does is a success. I agree with that. Yeah. Fuck this. Crouch Fest fucking Sue fucking Herb. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.